This is the podcast for the journal Genetics and Medicine, published by Springer Nature. It's the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. I'm Cynthia Graber. The interpretation of exome analysis to diagnose diseases is still an evolving science. Sometimes an exome sequence that comes back with a known genetic link to a disease, a negative result, can be reinterpreted and yield positive results. In previous studies, upon reinterpretation, about 10 to 15 percent of negative results yielded positive results, mostly due to newly published gene disease associations or identifications of copy number variants that had been missed the first time around. Lina Basel-Salmon is the director of the Recanati Genetics Institute at the Rabin Medical Center, and she and her colleagues thought there might be another reason for a negative result from an exome sequence. Most genomic testing is currently outsourced, and clinical geneticists are involved in the medical care of the tested individuals, but they are usually not part of the data interpretation team in laboratories outside hospitals. And we know that despite efforts by laboratories to make test requisitions user-friendly, many samples are accompanied by only limited clinical information. And the clinical data that are provided are frequently insufficient to successfully prioritize variants in genes, causing similar but nevertheless different phenotypes. So our working hypothesis was that One of the very important causes of failure of the analytics team to interpret the exome data is incomplete recognition of the patient's phenotype. Dr. Basil Salmon and her colleagues decided to reevaluate the exome interpretations from 84 patients at their center who had received negative results in the past three years. They published the results of their study in the journal Genetics and Medicine. In all cases, the exomes had been sent to external labs for analysis in the U.S., Europe, and Israel. The team uploaded the files to the Imagine Bioinformation and Interpretation Platform for reinterpretation by a local team consisting of two clinical geneticists and one bioinformatician. And during the reevaluation process, we reviewed the phenotypic data of each patient together with the geneticist directly involved in the patient's care. For 13 of those patients, or 15%, there was in fact a positive result of the reanalysis. Three of those depended on previously unknown gene disease associations. But for 10 of them, nearly 12% of the original negative results, the new positive result could, in theory, have been diagnosed earlier. So apparently, all the causative variants suggested by our team had been noted by the laboratories meaning that the difference in results was not attributable to improved bioinformatics pipelines. In four of the 10 cases, the laboratory came to the conclusion that these variants were unrelated to the phenotype. Thus, as far as we were able to determine, the reason for the negative exome result was incorrect interpretation of the clinical context. On reevaluation, the laboratories accepted our interpretation and issued corrected reports. For the others, the Gene Phenotype Association had already been published in PubMed, but the information had not been included in the OMIM database. Dr. Basil Salmon believes this research demonstrates the importance of involving the clinical geneticist in the interpretation of exome sequencing. We believe that when exome sequencing analysis is performed by an external laboratory, the hospital-based clinical team should participate in the variant interpretation process. Or, alternatively, exome interpretation can be performed by clinical geneticists in hospitals using bioinformatics and intelligent platforms. And these could assist clinicians in the variant filtration process and automatically deliver short lists of potentially relevant variants for prioritization by clinicians 
who have an in-depth understanding of the phenotype presentation in their patients. And that's what we actually did in this study. And in addition, we believe that shortening the time to inclusion of gene phenotype associations in databases can significantly improve variant interpretation. And therefore, uh, governmental assistance in, for instance, funding OMIM is crucial for this uh, success. She acknowledges that adding this level of participation to a clinician's schedule might be challenging. And we do plan to do more research, for example, in order to examine what is the time necessary for exome interpretation by clinicians, because clinicians usually are very busy. It is possible to work with bioinformatics platform. I think this would not be a problem. Just the hospitals have to decide they they buy or they develop such uh, platforms. And there are many different platforms available. But I think the biggest obstacle maybe is the time clinicians have for such type of activities. And we can improve communication between clinicians and laboratory analytics team, even if the laboratory is outside the hospital. As I see it, we can work through web-based platforms who can serve as a virtual meeting point for efficient exchange of information. Uh, For example, clinicians can provide their input about candidate variant prioritization and clarify specific gene coverage if needed, add phenotypic details, or report an evolving phenotype with time. And also, they can report variant segregation results back to the laboratory. And laboratory can use such platform for clarifying missing phenotypic details or reporting back changes in variant classification. So we need some technical improvements allowing us to communicate easily and efficiently and without delay. There's also the question of how frequently exomes should be reinterpreted and who will pay for that reinterpretation. That said, she believes there's room for greater involvement of clinicians in interpreting the results of genetic tests. Genetics in Medicine is the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics and is published by Springer Nature. I'm Cynthia Graber.